This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It is time for another edition of Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, please do that wherever you get your audio. Just look for Silver and Black today. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, hello and thank you for joining us there. Hit the subscription and the notifications bell so that uh, we can be with you. And I say we as I bring in my partner in crime here, and that, of course, is Mr. Mo Moten. He's a national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. Yes, you can catch him there. Also, his Raider-specific content you can get sometimes on Bleacher Report, but also up on SportsNot.com, where you can catch him once a week. And we're going to talk about his latest column in the third, or excuse me, in the second segment today as we get into that. But Mo, um, we're getting to that time of the year where a lot of us who talk about football, whether it be podcasts, write about it, whatever, if you're not doing kind of hardcore stuff like you do, which is focused on acquisitions, free agents, trades, kind of what you can you do post June 1st, all that stuff. <clears throat> it's kind of left to what we've seen with Raider news. And that of course is the continuing saga of the Jimmy G addendum. Now we talked about it on Monday and we're not going to rehash that. Okay. Cause we already talked about it. We're there, but what it has brought forth is something that's driving me nuts, Mo. I don't know about you, but the Tom Brady nonsense Tom Brady, you know, soon to be a part owner of the Raiders. Now it's, you know, a lot of the media, including national media, including some guys I really respect talking. Does Tom Brady come back now? If they, if Jimmy G can't do it again, if, 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 if I'm going to let you start this one before I go off a little bit, but what is your point? Like, what is your thought process when you see this kind of Jimmy G story, which we talked about for one segment in one show. And I think that was what it deserved. Now we're in wait-and-see mode to see if the guy gets healthy. But other than that, what do you make of this Tom Brady situation? I guess I'm not fatigued as much as you are to it, simply because I've kind of tuned out the media over the past <laughs> uh, few days. When it comes to the quarterback position, as I've said before in previous shows, you get to see how little of the of the national media that – of the Raiders that the national media follows. So what I mean by that is I'm a national writer on Bleacher Reports, but I cover the Raiders day to day. 
And when I read some of these pieces on the Raiders, I can tell a lot of these writers, I won't call out any names, <laughs> have not watched or followed the Raiders in years. So yeah. there, this is something to talk about, the whole Tom Brady stuff. And I, I'm just not there yet to even discuss it in depth until we know what the status is about Jimmy G. If Jimmy G has a setback or if he's not there at training camp, as I said in the previous show, then I'm open to, you know, going in depth about, okay, what does this mean? Could Tom Brady be on the field week one because Jimmy Garoppolo isn't ready? But until that time comes, then I'm I'm not diving into the Tom Brady conversation. Well, so, so, well, then I'll make you because here we go. Um, <laughs> so the Tom Brady, so here's the thing with the Tom Brady situation. I understand the thought like, okay, so we see the Jimmy G addendum thing. People worried whether or not he'll play. We were worried before the addendum, before there was an injury that needed requirement to be fixed. Uh, the second metatarsal again. I just like saying, mm -hmm. like saying second metatarsal. Metatarsal. See? Vocabulary. Um, second. But I, I could tell. I get the thought like minus, oh, wouldn't that be crazy? And then it goes away and then I'm done with it. Right. But it has survived because Rich Eisen's talked about it. Uh, Mike Florio, who really made the biggest deal, and I'm naming names not to criticize, just just stating facts. Mike Florio was the one who went hog wild on the Jimmy G addendum along with some other people. And then he has brought up the Tom Brady thing and has been doing interviews about Tom Brady. Now, two things. One is I want to I want to lay out lay this out for you, Mo. Tom Brady, I'm going to make the bet right now with, with the listeners out there, and they can decide what my punishment is. Tom Brady will not play for the Raiders ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Okay? He's going to become an owner. And we know now that if you're an owner in the league and you want to play for your team, yes, they actually have a stipulation for that. You have to get the entire league to vote yes on it. Mm -hmm. So do you think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to vote yes? No. Do you think the Denver Broncos would vote yes? No. Do you think the Los Angeles Chargers and their crappy owner would vote yes? No. They would not. But that's not my made his point. That's, that's a long shot. He could delay his ownership stake. He could technically do that. But here's what I think people forget about. Yes, Tom Brady is an amazing athlete. People either love him or they love to hate him. There's no in-between. Okay. But he's also a human being. He's a father. You saw last year have his worst statistical year. A lot of people want to blame that on age. I blame it on his family situation. He got divorced. He's got kids involved. It's a rough situation. Any of you out there who've gone through divorce, I have not. But I have plenty of close friends who have. And I've seen the pain, the anguish, the uncertainty. And when it's involving children, it requires a lot of your time. This is why I don't think Tom Brady will play football again, because being a part owner and flying to Vegas on a Saturday to see the game Sunday so you can be back in Miami with your kids on Monday, different story than playing in the NFL. So I think people are forgetting that, and I think that's why Tom Brady will not be back. I do not see it. It makes sense to jump to the conclusion for 30 seconds, but Mo, I just think it's complete folly, and, and the league would love Tom Brady back because it's a great story. just ain't going to happen. Here's where I am with it. I mean, I don't think Tom Brady's going to come out of retirement twice, is he? Because he's already pulled this already. <laughs> he's, not he's, a, already he's not a boxer. You know, he's already pulled this come out of retirement to play thing. And I just <laughs> think this time he went out on his own terms versus Adam Schefter breaking the story by his retirement. This time he kind of, again, said it, announced it himself. So I think he's fine being retired. There was some speculation that he would, before he... Mm -hmm 
took part or, or wanted to take part ownership in the in the Raiders or it was in the process. There was some speculation that, you know, could he play for the Dolphins if Tua Tunga Vailoa goes down because there was some hanky panky going on. The Dolphins got penalized for it. They lost a the first round draft pick because yeah. they were fiddling around with Tom Brady and Sean Payton, by the way. Uh, and there was some speculation that he could, could he be, you know, plan B, emergency plan B. And Tom Brady kind of shut down those rumors. I don't know his exact words, but he, he had one of his funny social media tweets. And, and basically he said, look, I, I'm, I'm fine being retired. And I think that will hold, even if he is, you know, even if this goes through, he is part owner of the Raiders. And, and, and again, the league can vote. I think it need, he, he would need three fourths of the, of the vote. To, I thought it's full. Uh, uh, I, th- I I read on a TMZ piece that it only needs to be three fourths. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you are you citing TMZ? Hey, that's who that's <laughs> that's who broke the story. I'm just kidding. That's just where we're at in society. I'm just I'm just <laughs> claiming that. I'm not I'm not I, begrudging you. I'm just saying. Look, TMZ. They you know they're accurate a lot. They're accurate a lot. Yes. People don't want to give them credit for it. But uh, I read on TMZ. Because that's what popped up on my phone that it the league, <laughs> the, he would need three fourths of the vote in order for him to to play. And oh, okay. like I said, it's it's just it's so much has to happen for even to get to that point. Yes, I, I'm just so not ready for that conversation until right. we find out what what happens with Jimmy. G. And not only that, Mo, but if I'm a Raiders fan, if I'm one of the card carrying members of Raider Nation, yes, I'm going to worry about if Jimmy G can't play. Who the hell the quarterback's going to be? It's a legitimate question. We talked about it last show. But you got to look at who's available, who hasn't retired, okay? Don't focus on Tom Brady. It ain't going to happen. A lot of fans, I've seen the the kind of, what if he comes out of retirement and the Raiders win the Super Bowl in Las Vegas? Um, no. So, so I just think that, yes, it would be a great story. If the Raiders were on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl and this stuff happened, I could, I could honestly consider it maybe that could happen. But the way this Raiders team is and the fact that so many of the fans out there think they're going to win three or four games, and then in the minute that they talk about Tom Brady, they're going to win the Super Bowl, it just shows how it's not realistic. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, excuse me, Scott, as someone revs up my motorbike in the background. But um, <laughs> I, I just look, it, it would be a great story. No doubt. Tom Brady yes. comes out of retirement, wins a Super Bowl with the team that he kind of screwed over with the tuck rule. And it's kind of like mm. comes everything comes full circle. And he kind of right. exercises those demons and does right by the Raiders by delivering a Super Bowl in their stadium at Allegiant Stadium. It's a great story. Yep. But the sure? chances of that happening, even if Tom Brady were to suit up, right? Let's say Tom Brady does suit up for the Raiders whenever, right? It's approved. He's on the field. He's back wearing number 12 again, right? Could Tom Brady lead this Raider team to a Super Bowl with the way the defense is constructed no. right now? Now, the no. offense could be pretty good. But with the way the defense is right now, Tom Brady, even the great Tom Brady, but at his age now, he'll be, I believe, 46 by the yes. time the season starts, what a young 46 man. year old Tom Brady is not leading this Raider roster to a Super Bowl with the way the defense is right now. Remember when he was with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay had a top 10 scoring and total yards and defensive <clears throat> squad. 
Uh, when he was in New England, frequently had a top 10 scoring and total yards defensive squad. He does not have that with the Raiders. And that's similar to my point about Jimmy Garoppolo coming from San Francisco to Las Vegas. Is Jimmy G is not going to have the same winning success he had in Las Vegas because he's not coming along with that defense. He's not coming along with Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and all those guys. This Raider defense needs a lot of work and we're going to talk about it soon, but I, I, you know, I have some ideas to fix it up, but Tom Brady as his constructor right now is not going to lead this Raider team to a Super Bowl the way it is. No, not unless he can somehow morph magically into a dominating linebacker or safety. Or safety. So, yes, I agree with you 100%. So, that's it. I just wanted to address it, though, because I just think that not only the reason that it wouldn't make that much of a difference, but also the fact that the guy's got a life. The ownership thing fits him better. He can still be involved in the game, but he's got to tend to his kids. The divorce is new, and they're on the other coast. And so, you got to figure that, you know, he's got to have time for that. And so, people forget about that because they think about him as just a football player. He, he's going to be 46. He'll be coming along maybe without a full off season. Mm-hmm. So he's got to shake off the rust. He's got to get back in the gear. <laughs> he's got to get to know new teammates. I know Devontae Adams is great, but he has to get to know Jacoby Myers and Trey Tucker and Hunter Renfro is he, if he's there yeah. and Michael Mayer and, and, and Austin Hoover and all these guys. You're asking a 46 year old man to come out of retirement for a storybook ending. It's just, look, it sounds great for a movie. But in reality, <laughs> the chances of that happening, yes, probably one in a million. Mo's going to write his first screenplay, Tom Brady, the sequel Tom to Brady. the other movie, which I didn't watch, which looked terrible. But anyway, <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our first segment, folks, here on the Thursday edition of Silver and Black today. When we come back, Mo and I are going to get into his latest column up on sportsnot.com. So if you want to read it before you listen to the next segment, feel free. If not, he'll fill you in. But we're going to look at post-June trades that could help the Raiders, linebacker safety. I remember, offensive line. You could think about it any way you want. There's a lot to do there. And Mo uh, drafted a great piece on that. So we're going to get into that when we come back. You are listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. 